0: Okay friends, welcome to another edition of the Incredible Hulk podcast, and this time we're talking about the season five episode called Veteran, it was episode three, written by Nicholas Correa who had done a lot of Incredible Hulk um, work, um, sometimes as a director as well, uh, and uh, he is very, very well respected within the, um, the Hulk um, community um, as, a, as a regular uh, um, guy involved. And it was also directed by Michael Zijar. I think that's how I pronounce it. This story is called Veteran, um, and it kind of says what it it kind of means what it says in the title, as it seems to be centered around the Vietnam um, vet guy um, called Doug Hewitt who's played by Paul Koslow, who's been in lots and lots of stuff in television and films. As soon as you see him, you say, "I recognise that face." He's one of those kind of guys. Um so the opening part seemed, uh, pretty much is uh, um this guy played by Paul Coslo being mugged and uh David's just you know conveniently happening to be walking walking by and kind of fraughts their, their attempts at mugging by shouting out and they they run off. Luckily they don't get anything too valuable um from him, from this guy. Um but um the character Doug um of feels indebted to him to David, and takes him in to his uh his place house. his house yeah yeah and kind, of, and kind of gives him you know some food and shelter for the night and you know as, as a mark of gratitude then they start like, David starts learning a little bit more about him as time goes on so how do you feel, how do you feel about this one uh, uh, um, i've got sue uh, by the way sue's with me to, joining me on this one i 'm very thankful for, to you sue so what yeah, did, what know. did you think of this um this story um from the outset, and the sort of um, the storyline to it.
1: Well, um, it was kind of uh, the 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 Vietnam vet was really really uh, inspiring and, and and courageous, and he went through his stuff. Um. So, um, he he was inspiring. He was going through PTSD. He had a lot of flashbacks during the episode and he um he went through that and he any he, any he, uh and the but there was like the there was some secrets about him i mean he wasn't he wasn't you know uh the, the, the he wasn't everything that he he meant to to be and and stuff like that so um yeah uh had a had a dramatic um <clears throat> encounter with uh with the Hulk and, and yeah, so.
0: It's interesting because um, David was kind of torn between, you know, he had that kind of dilemma thing again, didn't he? You know, he had to like try and stop this, because then he realized that, you know, th- this guy, Hewitt uh, um, was planning on taking out this uh, politician guy. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, um, and uh, you know he he was very very fixed on doing that, and of course he wasn't in a very good emotional state. Of course, this added to even more drama and trouble to it all. And David found himself kind of found himself kind of like torn between, you know, a place he didn't want to be by having to contact the authorities and not he didn't want to get involved with that, you know, in case he got found out as to who he was. And uh, it was just interesting that how David had to kind of immerse himself in all this pro- all these problems as usual, you know, and how he he tries his best, but has to, doesn't want to be stepping into the limelight too much to, obviously because of his own problem, you know. Right.
1: And when uh, and when the, the politician was threatened, the Hulk came out.
0: Yeah. And the way they did that was much like the sort of torture techniques, wasn't it? You know, that yeah. David in this room and this guy uh, uh, who seemed to be getting a lot of pleasure from hurting him. <laughs> he was a bit of a sadist, putting those uh, those things onto his head, you know, his temples and, cranking up this, uh, uh, I don't know what it was, electro-convulsive what like a bit like the, the techniques they have in, they used to have in mental hospitals, wasn't it?
1: Yeah. Electroconvulsive therapy. Yeah.
0: Uh, and, uh, so shock waves are going through his brain, you know, this yeah. guy, you know, really had no problem about doing that. You know, he was quite nasty piece of work, that guy.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> anyway, it brought the Hulk out in David and, uh, he, you know, he sorts them out and, um, but, um, Yeah.
1: So it was, it was, uh, the politician was, was, became like, you know, even though the politician was really crooked, he became like the, the victim in this. And, and the, the veteran became the, the, I mean, there, there was just more to him than, than meets the eye. He was, he was gonna, he was gonna do something dramatic. Yeah. And, uh, David, uh, David being sheltered by him really I mean that became you know, it became an important moment for for him to to relinquish uh you know sort of his his space it, anyway and, and to, to sort of talk it out with 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 him.
0: Yeah. And there it's also was interesting like, that you know of dialogue
1: when, and, uh, sorry, go ahead.
0: And when he gets to um when he gets to the place where they're having this kind of like a, a, a politician kind of a, a um, what do you call it, a gathering thing, you know, like what, what do you call it there? Rally. Rally, yeah, kind of thing, isn't it? Where they were all there, you know, so the crowd are there, they're on, on Campaigning the stage.
1: Campaigning and stuff.
0: And all that stuff. And um, he's over in the building opposite with the, with the gun, you know. Yeah. You know. But, and then of course he's, he sabotages this space, this, it happens to be a dance studio, uh, this girl's uh, working in. So he's kind of holding her hostage as well. You yeah. know. She doesn't know what he's going to do, what he's capable of, because he's not really in a sound mind. And she thinks, am I going to get out of here alive?" You know. Yeah. What's this guy capable of? So you, you got her there being you know obviously very scared and stuff. Yeah, Uh, uh, as well, so you know, you've got that extra drama part to it, you know, dramatic part to it, but uh, so I like that, I like that as well. That kind of tension was good. Um, she tried to sort of get talk to him, get to learn more about him, maybe soften it a bit. You know, that used to call that what sympathizing with your captor. What's there's a word Uh,
1: Stockholm syndrome? That's
0: it, yeah, a bit like that,
1: yeah. But you know, he uh, I mean, he he was i mean he fought through that that ptsd to get soft with david i mean he was he wasn't always i mean he was he wasn't always like scary anyway i i i thought that that turn was was good i thought that that was a good like plot twist like where you know he he, here he was sensitive because he'd just been mugged and stuff and and then he um and then he became, like, super aggressive and super... Yeah.
0: But ultimately, I don't think he was a bad guy, really. No. Really, ultimately. I just think he was very affected by what happened and stuff, and so fixated on this guy, you know, doing... but uh, you oh. know, Yeah. Perhaps going the wrong way about things, really.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: maybe he could have just, you know, said, can we have a chat instead? <laughs> <laughs> you know, maybe that would have sold a lot of things, you know, rather than just going out and wanting to assassinate him, but I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I suppose when you're in that that kind of way, who knows what you're capable of. And, you know, um, and he was obviously driven to wanting to commit murder. But, um, David, of course, tries to, it's quite an interesting one, because David tries to, um, spots him from, he got there at the rally, and he spots um, Coslo in the window, you know, and realizes, oh, my God, that's him. Uh, and runs to try, it's like a case of like uh, getting the wrong end of the stick with the, you know, with the, People that were protecting that that the politician.
1: Yeah, right. He's
0: actually running to try and save his life.
1: Right, right. Get
0: him out of the gun, gunfire, but they think he's atta- he's the one that's attacking the politician, trying to kill him. Right. You and know, the, it, so it's, so it's this kind of like moment where you know he's trying to do a good thing, and then of course they start beating him up, <laughs> kicking him underneath that table, and then of course you know all hell breaks loose again. Yeah. Big green man comes out, and um, eventually. kind of inadvertently saves the day as usual and um the guy you know eventually the police bust in you know always when it's kind of too late don't they they're always just like there they suddenly bust through the door with their guns go hold it right there you know (laughs) (laughs) when all this stuff's already happened but it's always the way for drama they always have to do that they They always come in at the end and when everything's nearly over you know you can't rely on them (laughs) um but it was good you know um and some nice performances i thought paul coslo was good as this kind of like um yeah kind of like crazy guy a bit you know and uh, frantic and he conveyed that very well you know and, uh, and the well, dream sequences were too surrealist stuff wasn't it nightmare
1: yeah. the politician was played by bruce gray i think yeah 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 so that was cool It was great. It was, it was really cool. So, um, I, I like, I like the, the, the sensitivity over, over being a Vietnam vet. I mean, back in the eighties, it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't unheard of for people to still be like, whatever, you know, you guys didn't, should have not ever gone to war. I mean, it was only 10 years after after the 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 war ended really for for people in 75 so i mean it wasn't it wasn't that different it was a different time yeah but they uh the producers and writers uh dealt with it with a lot of respect and you know showed what's really happening to soldiers and and then you know made it really dramatic and
0: I mean, they did it. They did it. They focused on that a lot more in in uh, um, and much more vividly in adult in a, the film called Jacob's Ladder as well.
1: Oh, seriously, that yes. one was
0: and showing the effect ridiculous. that had on that oh and, uh, uh, and the recurring nightmares they had, and not you know that was really strong stuff. Yeah, this was kind of like a little, a sort of more softer precursor to that, you know, with yeah, the nightmares. Yeah. And,
1: Just a lot of discussion, and so, and then he goes bonkers. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, the veteran goes bonkers.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Jacob's Zada was brilliant, by the way. Um, but uh, you know, but it was a real m- m- screw your head up. That's for sure.
1: It's, it's you start to
0: think, what is the reality and what isn't? You know, it was so strange, but um but it kind of shows really what they went through. A lot of them and uh, yeah. the, the ongoing nightmare and uh, trauma they had. You know, yep. a lot of them didn't recover from. You know, because it was so extreme out there. You can. Can you imagine? I mean, I, I, I can't. It, I can't. I've. It must have been horrific. I, I, I fight
1: a little bit in in my day to day life to to be good and stuff, but I I can't I can't imagine fighting a war. I just, no. I mean, I, I I I think about like how, and I can't. But I also like you know, I guess I can't. Excuse me. Really think of myself in terms of superhero sort of fighting crime either so i mean i'm just i i mean it it, the war is I, i guess that that's kind of like the parallel there is that this guy was there to fight a war and then this other this other guy david banner is like uh fighting his own war and fighting his own war in himself and with the Oh, my gosh, that's so good. Um, yeah, and, and, and With the criminal <laughs> yeah. elements around He's fighting
0: it. his, own, his, his inner, inner, war, inner war with himself, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: But yeah.
0: it's well having to come up against week after week all these other people's problems that he has to deal with as well. Sure, sure. And, um, you know, it's a nice romantic ideal, isn't it, to think that every time you come across, you'd help someone in that way and get yourself involved and nearly get yourself killed every week. You know, <laughs> yeah. But uh, in reality, how many of us would do that? You know, uh, um, you that's,
1: know not, that's not for me, man.
0: But that's dramatic. That's dramatic art. You know, that's the difference. If it didn't have those dilemmas, there wouldn't be a series. You know, I blame to,
1: I blame it, Stan Lee then.
0: Yeah, he <laughs> <laughs> it, it has to have these problems; otherwise, there'd be no narrative. You know, he has to that's have right. someone else's problem. You know,
1: that's right.
0: Uh, um, But uh, it's ingenious how they always. How they wrote these stories in that really dealt with very human issues, you know, which I always loved about it. That's one of the things that really, really still strikes me about the series, you know. Yeah. That um, they they, they went afraid to tackle so many issues like that, you know. Uh
1: The veteran went to uh, was not all he was at the beginning. You know, he was he went to a darker place. He was a different. He had a different you know, soul than, yeah. than that than that one. But um it was it was incredible it, it was incredibly um interesting and, and and it was a good episode. I, yeah. I, I enjoyed it and yeah.
0: But I think ultimately they did a good job all around, you know? I don't think there was anything it, too much. It, it, to
1: it was really popular. Yeah. I mean in in my friend circles, a lot of people watched Hulk but it wasn't, it wasn't, it, it was ever, it was ever timely. I mean, that's really the thing with like the, the way it was written in the, in the eighties was that, that it was, it was really timely. Yeah. We dealt with all sorts of uh, all sorts of the issues of the day and, yes. and veterans affairs and veterans. I mean, it, that I mean, may have been one of the first to ever like, you know, treat it with with a res- a little more respect than just you 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 sinful soldier. Why'd you go to war? Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah. Like, like I, but I, I I do know that um, on a on a second watching, it was um, it was uh, great effects. Once again, David walks off in the end, all by himself. <laughs> it's just like. I don't know.
0: that's the thing that's the that's the that's the lingering that's that shot that always lingers in your memory isn't isn't it yeah yeah and walking off and thinking ah he's gone off to another adventure again and it did right save more people right, right more wrongs and but he still ultimately is alone at the end you know yeah. that's very sad but it's just the way it, but it's it's it it works it just works you know it's kind of like that's how it has to be I like this one actually I did um I thought there was good, some good performances I say Paul Coslow was really good um they uh Bill Dixby, as usual was always solid you know no matter what he's presented with he always seems to do such a great job of it you know he goes up, so, goes further that extra mile really doesn't he and um and the girl in it the girl in it was good too my name escapes you at the moment Susan I don't know if you can remember the the actor's name
1: I'll find it for the you. actress's
0: name I've forgotten it now but um
1: Wendy Gerard.
0: Wendy Gerard, right? Yeah, yeah.
1: Played Lisa. Yes, yep. it.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's all around a good one, uh, and uh, a good Hulk out. I thought there with the the electro, you know, with the electro things. I thought that was a good, really good one. was screaming and not very. It wasn't a pleasant way to go, but
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, it was quite violent that one. But um, but it was it was I was just the, the 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 way Bill conveys pain and anger. It's just so spot on, really, isn't it? You know, yeah. you really feel for him, you know, when that happens. Yeah. And of course, you know what's going to happen as well. <laughs> the eyes are going to come out and and that's it. There's no way back then, you know. Um,
1: and Lou Ferrigno is, is uh, uh, once again, you know, he carries a lot of uh, different emotions. He's not just, you know, one dimensional in this.
0: Yes. Yeah. That's I right. I
1: mean, I guess I guess you'd have to be for a TV show to have it more, you know, more dramatic that way. But anyway,
0: this is the one where he, this is the one where he they they do a little spoof, don't they, of High Noon? Oh yeah. With the Hulk and the boy. You know, do you remember
1: that? Ching ching ching. Yeah.
0: And he's standing there like you know the low shot of the legs like it's like he's going <laughs> to pull a gun and this little boy shoots a pop gun at him or something. <laughs> And then he's like, he like, he does the blow on the gun, you know, the blow, the blow do, And he, uh-huh. the Hulk blows and it blows his hair and scares the kid off. <laughs> I thought that was really great. It was like a big, it was like a wind, a gust when he blew it, blew, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and the kid goes running off to mum or something, you know. I thought that was, a, I used to love those little moments like that with Lou, you know, where they used to just like slot this little uh, light-hearted bit in at the end, you know, when he's coming down from his anger and like, you know, he comes across someone or, he comes across a uh, uh, an animal who's trapped or something, and right. cradles him or something in his arms for a while. You know, these little tender, little or comedic moments are always good. You know, yeah. but to see a bit more, and it was good for Lou to get that extra bit of like you know emotion and some acting in there. You know, yeah, as well. Run them just you know hulking out, doing his bit, running off. That's it. You know, and then cuts back to Banner. Sometimes you would get these extra little Easter eggs. You know. So all in all, uh, uh, Sue, your, your ultimate, uh, well, your, your overall kind of feelings about this, this episode?
1: It was uh, good. It, w- it had, it had uh, a dramatic, you know, turn of events, a turn of, of personality of the, the, the one that you thought was the protagonist and the victim turns out to be the, the aggressor that sort of thing there was the the cool parallel between the hulk's war and everybody else's war yeah yeah no i'm yeah paul Coslo did a good job as as doug and doug
0: hewitt yeah yeah
1: and so that that that's my opinion it was great um it's always good to watch hulk and it's always good to have a an excuse to come on a podcast with you frank and mm-hmm. talk about the, the incredible hulk so
0: i hope you enjoyed this one um so stay tuned for the next one thank you sue for joining me pleasure
1: you're very welcome thank you and uh,
0: we'll see you all soon take care bye